You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 128. Today's show is going to give you all the tips to avoid burnout. Ishelle gives us great insight to why things start to fall apart in business and how to realign with your purpose. I'm sure you'll find this interview as insightful as I did. Hi, Ishelle. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, Maria. Thank you for having me. Tell me about your business, Iolite and Sodalite. How did you find yourself in this field? It was a journey. <laughs> it wasn't overnight. It was really looking within and figuring out where I wanted to be, where I wanted to go, and how I wanted to help the small business owners, particularly the ones in the online space, to find direction, to find their voice, and to really fulfill what they wanted to achieve. So much that I saw in this space when I came in was marketing, marketing, marketing. You need to do this, you need to do this, and you need to do that. But really, when you start from what someone else is trying to tell you to do to make your business grow or where you want to be, you forget about yourself, you forget about your health, you forget about your family, and you forget about your well-being. And so you're lost and you feel frustrated and you feel burned out and overwhelmed. After starting in the online space with the accounting background in the corporate arena and administration, I really started to question <laughs> how it was helping people. And right. I took a step back and decided to become DOO certified and um, started offering strategic mapping for small businesses so that they could get their why, their vision and their mission aligned and then create a plan. And then of course, over that, either plan out their financial map and or any growth, particularly like launches that they wanted to get into. Okay, that's amazing. It seems so important to start from the very beginning. I've purchased plenty of courses and, and it just always dives right into the meat of marketing. But I like that your approach is to actually say, well, let's find out what the values are for yourself and for your business before you go down that road. So I think that's super important. Yes. So many, I think business owners are, we come in and we think, I want to start a business and we miss that. <laughs> and yes. sometimes some businesses do get to go back. And, and I, I think that that's where a lot of the burnout and a lot of sometimes the failure of that business or even the lack of energy starts. And then you start questioning yourself and you start questioning your abilities and you go down this rabbit hole. And as far as those classes are concerned, sometimes even I think that really looking and seeing, is it best for me to invest like say on how to do social media management or is it best for me to hire someone to do it for me? Those are those are all the type of questions that I think that could be answered when you start thinking more, looking within, what do I need? And then creating a strategy for yourself. You, you save yourself time and money and frustration and so much more. <laughs> right. So are, is, that, is that part of the service that you offer then is to kind of um, dissect everything down to the values of the business? Yes. So do we go through your why is, your vision, your mission, and your goals and your values? And then we go through seven objectives that are covered anywhere between finance, your your offers, what what your intended visibility plan is 
for the course of the next 12 months, because normally it's a 12 month plan. And then we break it down into 90 day actionable steps so that you know exactly what you should be focusing on and when. And it's flexible. It's not rigid. It's not like, oh, Maria, you said that in 90 days you wanted to do a podcast or to hire a person. We know life happens and sometimes there's things that take us away from that. But as long as you have that front and center and have that flexibility, like you know that you want to work towards that, you're more than likely to achieve it than not. Right. That makes so much sense. It's so easy to get into business and you just start doing everything without Mm -hmm. realizing that you're doing, you're doing it without a plan. So (laughs) that you're right. I can definitely relate to the feeling of being overwhelmed and not knowing which step to take next. So I love the idea of taking a step and saying, wait a minute, let's focus on one thing at a time and make sure that we're doing everything that aligns with our values, that whatever it is that we do aligns with the values that we have. Exactly. That is so important. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And can you tell us what operations management means and why it's so important for a small business? Uh, Operations management means, um, okay, how do I explain this in a nutshell? Okay, so it's really looking at your systems as in what you're doing on a day-to-day basis, making it more efficient, creating systems for your customer client experience, even your onboarding or your even your discovery calls. And then that's just the systems part of it. There's also the strategy part of it where you're, like I said, you're taking where you want to go and what your values are and even aligning that with the customers that you serve, the people that you have affiliates with or that you want to associate with or you want to partner with, as well as the employees that you want to have on board when you're ready to grow that direction. There's the finance aspect of it as in making sure that you're profitable and you're doing the best that you possibly can to offer a service that's in alignment with what the client needs, but also serves your your need to, to survive, right? So it's that and, and it's just, it's almost like the, the part that nobody sees that everybody assumes it just, you know, nobody talks about. <laughs> Yes. Nobody talks about those parts of business. Yes, of course. No, and, and what we see online, of course, just is the product. So it's so hard to imagine what's going on in the background. So that's why when you start a business or jump into a business without really, sometimes you don't even realize you're starting a business. You know, all of a sudden people are asking for your product or your service and you have a business, but sometimes you don't realize what the background information should look like. So it's so nice that there's people like you that can help to figure all that stuff out. Honestly, I like to see it as kind of like the foundational piece of your business, because once you have that, not that you have to have all your systems in place, those are kind of like you want to have some systems and you want to record, not record, but yeah, you want to edit them as you go because life happens and you grow, right? Um, but the foundational, like the why and your visions and your values and your goals and understanding your finances and how much you need to sell and what you need to sell of, right? Right. <laughs> to stay, of not just even afloat, but to just, to be able to keep your doors open to offer that service or that product that you have for your clients. Exactly. And then marketing. And then, of course, it's like a little pair, like a little house, you know, you're building up on it. Yes. 
Oh, that makes it feel so much more manageable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that approach. Can you tell me, did you always see yourself owning your own business? What was it that made you decide that you wanted to start your own business as opposed to working for somebody else? I think I've always had the you know business owner bug. I remember being in first grade and you had like the Christmas, like the Christmas sale. And I saw that and I loved that entrepreneur style, like you created something and you were selling it, right? And I was in first grade and I I actually took some of my toys <laughs> and made my own sale. And then, you know, that kind of, that bug kind of took a, a backseat and for a long time. And it wasn't until I was 18, of course, like so many people in this space that I know or have heard of. I've tried doing um, like Tupperware and Party Light because I, I thought that was, there was even a cosmetic line that I, which, and I'm not into makeup, by the way. So I, I was kind of dabbling in it as I progressed, as I went through. And when I joined corporate, when I, you know, graduated and went into um, working for corporate, it just felt so not me, so unaligned. I felt so limited. And of course, being Hispanic and a female, there were lots of instances where I felt like that was a, even a lower ceiling than others, like for a male, right? And so I just thought when I gave birth to my son, it took two years to just dedicate to him. And it was time for me to decide what I wanted or I needed to do. And I just thought, no, I, I want that flexibility and I want to be able to help out help out people and business owners in particular in the best way that I know how without being limited because we're all evolving and we're all growing. And I felt like having to work for someone else pigeonholed me into a, a peg that I didn't quite fit in. So after starting this business and gaining some experience with these clients, what do you feel a small business owner needs the most help with when it comes to management and strategy? Honestly, I think sitting down, even if it's just sitting down one evening and just, first of all, starting with why did I even open up this business? What was the purpose of it? And it's it's not what you think. It's not to stay at home with my son or have the flexibility or have an income. There's a deeper reason for that. For me, it's helping people become their best selves. And it sounds weird, but when we go into business, it's because we want to continue to grow. We don't want to have that limiting feeling that I had when I was at corporate, right? And so really getting clear about that about why did I open up this business? Why am I doing this? Will really help propel that and answer those questions about, okay, so if I want to help people become the best selves, how can I possibly do that? What can I offer? What are my skill sets and what skill sets do I need in addition to, to be a better, not asset per se, but a better, a better catalyst for that for others? And then how much time do I really have to dedicate to this business based on the face in my life? It doesn't necessarily like just because my vision may be like we were talking earlier, might be I want to have 10K months. If it's not, if it doesn't fit in what's important in my life right now, it's okay. Let's adjust to that. Let's create a business and a framework that's going to work for you. Business is crazy and it's stressful and it's sacrifice but you don't have to sacrifice for more than you're actually wanting, period. Right. Why would you sacrifice your family time or even your health or your wellness over 10K 
months that maybe you really don't need or right now, or maybe you really don't want. There's nothing wrong with you being that person that wants the 10K, but then they're going to need more support. They're going to need more resources. They're going to need more people. And that's something that I think that when we join the online space, they don't tell you, especially as service providers or even product, you know, you're creating product and you need help in order to meet those type of revenue goals. Exactly. Yes. And starting with that question, now you have something that you can always maybe like you you can take all of your doubts and desires and Mm -hmm. apply them against that first question that you ask yourself and see if it aligns. So I love that you're always, you have kind of like a, a outline now for the rest of your, you know, maybe it's the rest of the month, maybe it's the rest of the year, but mm-hmm. I like that you have the flexibility to engage with that question over and over and over throughout the year. Yeah. And another thing that I forgot to mention, that's also really important, not just your why, but what are your values? What do you, va- you know, like, I think if people were to, were to look at what their values are, there would be a lot less misalignment with hiring in the online space. There would be a lot less friction with even the clients that you work with because you're not for everybody, but there's always someone out there for everyone. <laughs> to all my new and dedicated listeners, you know how much I love sharing tips and shortcuts in business. Today, I'm excited to share this week's show sponsor, Cubicle to CEO. This incredible podcast is elevating the financial footprint of women entrepreneurs through their award-winning podcast of the same name, digital programs, live events, and community of over 50,000 plus. Their mission is to make mentorship more accessible to the masses so all women everywhere can pursue what's possible. As we're approaching the second half of the year, I highly recommend listening to episode 122. It's a concise episode made up of five 2021 clips. This may be exactly what you need to hear to have an amazing second half of the year. Want to use the best income growth strategies from top entrepreneurs and CEOs, including Ellen herself? You can binge listen to past income reports on Cubicle to CEO today, plus receive free access to your first $10,000 a month masterclass and a bonus workout by going to our special link, zen.ai backslash handmade CEO. That's zen.ai backslash handmade CEO. Now back to the show. Exactly. Well, can you explain who you serve and what services you offer? I've been in serving the small business owners in the online space, really mostly clients that are really purpose-driven. My thing is, is to help people better themselves. It is that. I'm not there to serve clients that are just thinking of the next big thing and moving on, like jumping from business to business. I tend to attract a lot of therapists and coaches, healers, and also creators because I help in the lunch space. But I would definitely, just in the whole big scheme of it, I would love to help small business owners who really, truly want to make an impact in this world whether it's creating more sustainability or helping us as human beings just be better human beings. Can you tell me what that looks like? So if somebody hires you, what are the steps to maybe develop a plan for for a business? And how do you determine what direction you go in with a client? We start off with So there's three 90-minute calls that we do. And the first day, we really focus on looking within, like going through their vision, their mission, their goals, and their values, what their dream life is like, or what they want it to be like. 
The second day, we go into the seven objectives I briefly mentioned, which could be finance, which is a big chunk of it. <laughs> finance, there's visibility, there's, we go through what their offers are and what they would want their offers to be. So I just named three for you know, time's sake, but we go through those seven objectives, where they're at and where they would like to be. And then I look and see based on what their vision, mission, and goals are, where they want to be. And we look and see if there's projects in there that need to be addressed. So the third day, we literally break out the projects that they need to be focusing on or working on to meet that vision and to meet those goals over the course of 12 months. And before you, you know, well, after those three days, what you'll get back from me is a summary of everything we talked about, all of your goals and why you're focusing on them, and also a 90-day actionable plan, like detailed as to what you need to be working on. Part of it also is if you already have resources, as in uh, people that are helping you or that are supporting you, we include those in there. If not, we include who you need, whether it's your husband to, you know, to help you out more around the house or getting whatever it might be, or having a new employee, a VA or an expert come in and help you do that thing. We okay. talk about that because at the end of the day, again, I'll say it again and again, you cannot separate the business from the person. We are small business owners. We're not big corporations where the owners kind of detach from that business we are like we are driving we're, we're actually breathing life into that business so what affects us affects our business and yes. so yeah so that number day number one is very critical to me because I really want to get to understand what drives you what holds you back so that when we are creating this plan we could create one that's in alignment and and we mention some of the things that might hold you back so or we think of things that are going to help you not be held back by the things that normally hold you back can you give me a general price range of what this type of service would cost so to start my packages are 1005 for strategic mapping and then we go off from there. So off the strategic mapping, if I know someone needs help with being accountable for it on a monthly basis, then that's additional and we'll have that conversation. So what, what I mean by that is we create the 12-month plan, right? And I give you the first 90 days with the detailed list of what needs to be done and how you need to get there. The rest of the other three quarters are your projects that you need to work on. If you need the accountability, then that would be working with me on a quarterly basis and we would sit down and have a call and kind of go over where you're at and see whether or not those projects are still a priority to you. If you have, for whatever reason, you may have decided, wait a minute, this is not what I want to do. I want to change the course of my ship. <laughs> we would call, and that happens. We would talk about that and then, of course, edit the rest of the other projects going forward. Yes. And that would be of course, additional, and it would be on a quarterly basis. So it's almost like you work with me on a project basis. Okay. Well, that makes sense because I think once you put something down on paper and once you decide this is what the plan is and it comes time to actually take those action steps, mm -hmm. I think that's when you really realize, wait a minute, is this what I want to do or is this what I thought I wanted to do? And like I mentioned earlier, I love the flexibility of being able to say, you know, that's what I thought I wanted, but mm -hmm. actually <laughs> let's switch this around. And having the accountability is just priceless. Yes. And we forget that in the online space, so much things change and shift so quickly. Like even I was reading an article that even corporations, big corporations, they actually do the strategic plan for five years. They think five years ahead. 
And because of COVID and how just the economy is going and everything happening in our world, they decided that, nope, we're going to do it on an annual basis because what was happening is when they were planning it off five years, they were maybe sticking to the plan the first year and then the other four years it was just falling to the wayside. (laughs) And they never made time. They never made time to actually review it or revise it. And so that's why when I do it here in the online space for for business owners, I make it a point to state we need to revisit this on a quarterly basis because something could have changed. Something could have changed in your life or something could have changed in the way that you like your offer. You found out through surveys that maybe we need to tweak your offer a little bit. And what does that entail? So I think that in addition to just understanding why I think business owners need to understand that they need to revisit what's happening in their business in the background and making sure that they tweak it to that, not just because it's written, it's not set in stone. But it seems like a quarter is ample amount of time to let maybe a, a project breathe a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and sometimes we, we run an ad or, or whatever, and we want to see results right away. But if you pull that too quickly, or if you don't let it run its course, you, you probably won't get the right metrics to know if that was a successful campaign. So I think that's a great idea to do it, to revisit your plan quarterly. Mm-hmm. Well, what actionable tips do you have for someone interested in developing a better strategy for their small business? I know you had mentioned, you know, like really getting to the why and the values, but do you have another actionable tip that someone can take to start developing a better plan? Yes. So once they develop their why and the values, looking and seeing kind of where they're at in their business, what are their revenue? Do they have employees or not? And where, how are they, maybe because if you think about it, those are the three things. You need to bring in money, you need to have the support, and you need to make sure that you're marketing yourself, right? Yes. So once you have that path down, create you know, make sure you create a vision as part of the first step, as part of your goals. And like, let's say I know that I want to, I'm kind of making this up here. Uh, let's say I know I, I need to make $5,000, right? I'm, that's like, we're looking small figure, but let's say I need to make $5,000 free of taxes, just $5,000 for me, <laughs> for my personal self. Then looking and seeing at your finances, am I close to that $5,000 mark a month? And what do I need to, how much do I need to sell? Or what do I need to do? Do I need to create an offer? Or do I need to increase production in order to meet that $5,000 goal, keeping into account taxes and everything, and the cost of producing that item, making sure that if I know I'm going to have to produce more, or as a service owner, I'm going to need to put in more hours do I need to then either get better support to say if you're a stay-at-home mom, have someone help with childcare or or hire someone in your own business to help you as a VA or as an expert and all of that taking into consideration, and I'm just talking about finance, it's gonna help you realize whether even that five thousand dollar goal is feasible this quarter, next quarter, the following or at all based on what you need. Because if you think about it, if I need $5,000, but I'm going to need more help, that means that income that's going to be taken away from that five, right? So those are all things that you need to kind of look at. You need to look at how much do you want to make, really how much it's going to cost me, not just monetary, but time. And is it really feasible? Or is that something that I can push off for following maybe next year or the couple of quarters, but something that I'm working towards. If I can't make five, let's say, then maybe I can make three or four based on my time. 
based on my resources, based on whatever it might be. And then actually testing and seeing what is it that I need to do? Do I need to become more visible as in, do I need to podcast? Do I guest podcasts? Do I need to be more engaged in my social media? Or do I need to start reaching out and actually getting on calls and networking, which is probably the number one and best way of connecting with people. So that'll give you a good sense of what type of marketing you need to do in order to meet those goals. Of course, I went smaller scale, but if you think in the bigger scale of these companies that are out there, it, it becomes more complex because you have so many moving parts, right? So that's really the gist of it. It's sitting down and being honest with yourself <laughs> and saying, what do I really want? What are my values and what are my goals? And what do I need? What do I have now? And what do I need to do in order to get to those goals? And kind of beginning to measure is this working? For instance, back with when I said, do I need to get more visible on social? Tracking down to see whether or not your content is resonating and you're attracting the right clients. And not just that, are you turning around and having conversations with them? Because one thing is for you to increase followers and another thing is for you to actually get leads from those followers so that people start connecting with you and purchasing from you. That makes so much sense. I think that's really difficult when you, maybe you're, you're putting in the work, but you're not really engaging with the work. Mm -hmm. So I think you almost <laughs> have to be doing both. And it, it does become, I think, difficult when you're having so many things that you're doing, but to have the metrics and to be able to measure the results, I think is so vital. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me how or where we can connect with you? Yes, so I'm rebranding that I just opened up a Facebook business page because I had originally started doing social media and I wasn't doing shows creative content. But you guys can find me at Facebook on Facebook at Iolite, I-O-L-I-T-E, Sodalite, S-O-D-A-L-I-T-E-C-F-O. Perfect. And can you tell us what that means? How did you pick that business name? So I light and so light are they're gemstones, and I just I wanted something different, like a different name that wasn't my name per se, <laughs> because people always have a hard time with my name in it. So they really they symbolize like that foundation and that roundedness, and I think that that's what we're lacking a lot in in the online space as business owners. And when we get clear and we have that groundedness and that plan, things change. Feelings yes. shift, our, our mood changes, just our business totally changes. And so, and also finance, I think, does that for you because numbers tell you how it is. Like there's no denying what's going on there, right? Exactly. <laughs> so that's why I chose those two stones. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much, Maria. Well, there you have it, my friend. Another amazing CEO helping small business owners align with their vision. I love Ishal's way of explaining the need to start with your vision, mission, and goals. It's far too easy to become an accidental business owner and to let sales sway us in each and every direction. Be sure to visit the show notes to connect with Ishal. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's feature guests and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job.